Number 110 in this red book. 
379, bottom of the page. Pick up a note, Solomon. 379. We'll sing the last verse on the your microphone. Yes, ma'am.
There been times I didn't know right from wrong But in every situation God gave blessed consolation That my trials come to only make me Just lifting him up, glorifying his name. And uh, uh, the whole thing I like to say a lot, it's all about him. And I'm glad of that today. It's good to see each one of you that's here today. Love you. Glad you're here. And I appreciate you. Good to have our visitors. And uh, Linda Ayers back there. She's a neighbor of Sister Jane. So it's good to have her um, with us today. And we appreciate that. And, and each and every one of you that's here today. Good to have Brother Scott's wife with us today. What's your name? Julie. Julie. Okay, I'm sorry. Good to have Julie with us today. And um, I'm thankful for what uh, I've been able to feel uh, throughout this this service. And I want us to continue to pray for Brother Robert and Sister Nell. If some of you don't know, they uh, had a dealing a week or so ago with the COVID virus and they're feeling better, but the doctor wanted them to uh, uh, to, to, to stay away from the public one more, I think, until Monday or Tuesday, sometime like that. So they really wanted to be here, so let's keep them in our prayers. I remember Brother Mitchell and Hillary and their family uh, last week. Uh, Kelton was bad sick, and I think uh, Mitchell is uh, uh, today. So let's, let's keep them uh, in our prayers and uh, pray for them. And, and, of course, we've got some that are uh, gone to a baptism today and and, uh, and some that are up in homecoming so uh, but you're here today as brother Chris said we're each and every one of us are here today uh, this is the Lord's day and I want us to be glad in uh, today but uh, 
If you would, I'd like for you to uh, uh, turn in your Bibles to Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter. Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter. And, um, I would like to uh, uh, read to us here uh, uh, some scripture. And uh, 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 the thought that the Lord's laid on our heart uh, this morning is uh, not forgetting or remembering where we came from. And, and uh, wants to, to, to want you to think about that for a little bit while you're turning to the eighth chapter of Deuteronomy. And, um, uh, and, and I hope that this message will be an encouragement uh, to you. I always pray to the good Lord that I'd not do or say anything that would get people down or discouraged, but uh, somehow or another in delivering the message from God that it might be an encouragement. Uh, to you and that it uh, might be a help to us if we have a weakness or somewhere in our life that uh, uh, that we're spiritually weak that it might help us uh, to get closer to God and to get stronger uh, in the Lord uh, today. So uh, in the 8th chapter of Deuteronomy and this is when uh, uh, Moses was speaking to the people this is before they uh, went into the land of Canaan into the promised land and, um, uh, but after they had come out of the, the wilderness, the, the 40 years in the wilderness, and, and, um, and, and this is what Moses uh, was telling them here. Yeah, I'm going to begin reading with the first verse. It said, All the commandments uh, which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee to know, make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. And if we remember this, this is the same scripture that Jesus used uh, when Satan was trying to tempt him and, and Jesus had been fasting and he hungered. Uh, uh, he hungered just like you and I do and, and, and Satan challenged him to turn the stones into bread. Uh, and, 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 and Jesus brought this scripture back to uh, Satan's remembrance uh, that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And so it goes on to say here that uh, uh, thy raiment wax not uh, uh, old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, and a land of oil, olive, and honey, <clears throat> a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in, in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day, lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint, 
who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at the latter end. And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, uh, for, it is, uh, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. What he, that he may establish his covenant, uh, which he sware to thy fathers, as it is uh, this day. And I believe I'll stop reading right there, but I'd like to, uh, 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 the fall comes from the 18th verse, but thou shalt remember uh, the Lord thy God. And I'd like for us just for a few minutes to dwell uh, on this thought, uh, remembering where we came from. And I begin to uh, think about here as, as uh, Moses was talking to the children of Israel, and we remember that back over in the wilderness there was uh, challenges for the children of Israel, and at times they thought that Moses had led them out there uh, just to uh, uh, make them starve to death out in the wilderness, but God uh, proved to them and let them know uh, that men uh, lives more uh, than by bread alone today, and we realize that uh, God uh, furnished them manna uh, uh, from heaven to sustain them and in a place, a dry place, in a drought uh, where they were and they thought that they were going to uh, die of thirst. The uh, Bible teaches us that, uh, uh, that God sent forth water out of the rock so uh, God maintained and gave them everything that they needed and uh, Moses uh, warned them and let them know that they were fixing to go into a land I, I, amen where everything I was provided the pomegranates and uh, the vines and everything that they I need. He said there'd be water I'd come out of the hills and the valleys and there wouldn't be a shortage of it and there was going to be uh, everything that they I needed there in that uh, land of promise and I, I began to think but I believe that God could foresee and he knew men's hearts and he knew our weaknesses and he knew a lot of times how we uh, begin to get when we get satisfied and he warned them over there. He said now when you get over there uh, and your herds begin to multiply amen uh, and your gold and your silver uh, in other words your bank account uh, uh, begins to grow uh, uh, amen and all these things begin to happen to you and you begin to look around and if you're not careful how you'll attribute to your own knowledge and the power of your own hand as to how you got this wealth but always acknowledge that it came from God and without him we have nothing today amen amen I begin to think as we I look over here and I thought about uh, when Jesus told the parable over in the uh, book of St. Mark and uh, he was telling them the parable of the sower uh, and the seed and how the Bible says that he went out there and uh, he told about a man who sowed the seed and said how some fell on uh, by the wayside and some uh, on the stony ground and, and he went on to talk about uh, the seed that fell on the good ground but in between that uh, he talked about a seed that fell upon the thorns. And I want you to I think about that just for a minute and what uh, Moses was warning these uh, people of and not forgetting where they come from, not forgetting how God had blessed them and brought them to this point. I'm afraid a lot of times if we're not careful, I, I will become self-dependent upon ourselves I, and we'll think that we've done this I, and we've done that. I, I, but I want us to always remember I, that every good gift I, I comes from above, I, from the Father of lights, I, and it comes from Him. I, and without Him, we have nothing today in me. So we begin to look, and the Bible teaches us when uh, Jesus was explaining the parables to the disciples and those that were there listening, and and, uh, and they had asked him to tell, I tell them the parable, tell them what it what it means. And when he got to the one where it talked about uh, those that uh, uh, the seed that fell among thorns, 
And he said, and these are they of which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things, entering in, I choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. I believe today, as we look around, a lot of folks start out on the right path. The word is sown, amen, into the ears and into the heart of man. But before too long, amen, how the thorns around and what that's compared to is the cares of this world, the things that takes our attention off the Lord Jesus Christ and puts it on the things of this world today. And before you know it, how you're caught up in everyday walks of life in what's going on around you. And God's been put on the back burner. And before you know it, how your spiritual life with the Lord is choked out by the things of this world today. Amen. 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 Boy, don't you think for one minute uh, that Satan is not planting the tares out there in your life today and the briars and the thorns, amen, how to try to choke out the joy that God gives us today, amen. I begin to think as we read this scripture and I thought about, I remember one time I reading over there about putting your care upon the Lord for he cares for you. I think a lot of times the things that I put too much worry in and too much stock in, if I just have enough faith, I'll put it in the hands of the Lord. Amen. And believe that he'll do what he said he'd do and look back in my life and see the times where he's come through with flying colors in keeping his promises. Amen. I believe that I can save myself a lot of anxiety that the world has to offer me today. Amen. Amen. I begin to think. Amen. Casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. I remember watching a movie not too long ago and uh, in this movie there was a, a boss that had a secretary and uh, this boss was all caught up in his work and uh, he was an executive of some big corporation and uh, I remember that uh, uh, he was all worried about things that he had to do and remember and everything. And uh, he was spouting out to his secretary, uh, make sure that I'm doing this, make sure I've got this on the counter and this and that. And every time he would say something, uh, she'd say, I already got it. Uh, uh, that's done. Uh, it's handled. Uh, and I thought about that as I looked. Uh, ain't God that way today in our life? Uh, he's already got our problems uh, uh, taken care of. If we'll trust and believe in him, today. Uh, he said, come unto me, all of you that are weak and heavy. He'll give you rest today. Amen. That's right. Amen. Remembering. But we've got to remember today where we come from. Amen. Remember where we come from, where he's brought us from. Today, I remember my dad saying uh, many times when I would, when I would uh, say something about him and mom, about them uh, putting up old coffee cans and just keeping old junk and uh, piling it up and and, uh, and and I'd say, what do you keep this so? He said, son, I remember where I come from. And what he was saying was, I remember when we didn't have these things and it just kept bare, I'd throw them away. Amen. I, I said, we need to remember where God has brought us from and where we're at today. Uh, Moses was preparing these people uh, to go over uh, into that land uh, where they were going to have everything uh, that they needed. I believe if you and I look around today, we're in that land, amen, uh, uh, where everything is provided. Uh, uh, today, uh, I realize the Bible said, uh, the poor will be with you always. Uh, there will always be those uh, that are needy. Uh, and it's our obligation uh, as Christians today, uh, as the church how to see after them and make sure they have what they need. How the Moses encouraged these people and let them know not to forget where you come from. And when your wealth begins to increase and it will, don't ever let it go to your head today. Amen. <laughs> Boy, I thought about 
always keeping God first in our life today. Amen. Do you remember uh, what Jesus told over there about a man who had, who had prepared a great supper? And he said he bade me uh, to come and he sent his servants out uh, to, to invite them to the great supper. Amen. Can't you see the church in this today? Amen. The church is here established by the Lord on the solid rock foundation and the word is going out bidding many to come and be a part of us to come to the house of God. But the Bible said that he sent his servant uh, out there and uh, uh, they had all gotten together at what kind of excuses they were going to make. And one said, I bought a piece of ground. I must be, needs go see about it. I, and another one said, I, I bought five yoke of oxen. I, I need to go for I tell you, the devil's got everything in the world today uh, for you and I to keep our attention on and keep it off him. But I begin to think about I, I, all of these, one excuse after another. I got down to the last fellow there. I, he said, I've married a wife. I, therefore, I cannot I come today. I, I'm going to that's the cares of this world, the thorns and the tears that are in this world today. If you're not careful, they will choke you out and you will be cease to be a light to a lost and a dying world today. Amen. 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 Boy, have you ever seen, have you ever seen where kudzus just took over a place? I know you have. It's around here. And one I would remember distinctly is there's a place called Grayson Valley down in Jefferson County. And uh, and when you when you went up Chalkville Mountain Road there and you looked over on the right, I don't know that it's still still there like it was. There's been a lot of development since then, but but there was a kudzu field, and the only way that you knew that there was trees in that kudzu field is because the kudzu just hopped up way high and it came back down like this. Amen. And I begin to think about, I said, boy, ain't this a pitiful sight that kudzu has not only taken over this field out here, but it's gotten itself over in the woods and it's covered the trees, amen. I'm going to tell you something today. When the cares of this world, I begin to choke out my spiritual life today. That the Lord's gift, that's exactly what I look like today. It's just something standing there covered over by the kudzu. But I'm going to tell you something today. If we'll get ourselves a help and a grace and we'll remember where God has brought us from and where we're at today and realize that everything that we have is is a gift from him today. Right. Amen. 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 I tell you what, Christians today ought not have to be told to bless the food before we eat it. Amen. I, I remember as a child, and, and uh, I remember if I started in on the beans and taters before the blessing was said, my daddy had a look that he just looked at you. Amen. Before you realized. Uh, that you've gotten a little bit too big a hurry. And that put an impression on me. And ever since then, uh, amen, I wanted to thank the good Lord, whether it was a toasted cheese sandwich or whether it was steak and potato, that I wanted to thank Him and realize that I'm eating this good food because of Him today. Amen. Boy, we, we're in a society today where we're owed everything under the sun, <laughs> aren't we? Amen. We're owed this and we're owed that. But everything, Linda, is a blessing from our Lord today. Amen. Everything that we have is a blessing. Our families, amen, our children, our grandchildren, everything that we have comes from Him. Moses wanted these people to understand you're fixing to go over into a good land. You're going to see things like you've never seen before over there in Egypt. You were in bondage. You were slaves. Out in the wilderness, we kind of had a rough go of it out there. Amen. We faced all kind of insects and everything uh, we faced in the heat of the day out there, but God brought us through each and every one. But you're fixing to go over into a land of plenty. Amen. You remember after this, the Bible said Joshua sent out some spies out there to go look it over. And uh, most of them come back, and they were all in agreement on one thing. They said, this is a land of plenty. There's everything we need here. Amen. Boy, it's got, it's just a garden like you've never seen. Amen. But only two of them, only two of them, 
came back with a report that we can go in there and we can take this land. Amen. The other one said they're giants over there. They're bigger than us. They outnumber us. And that's going back to, is there anything that God cannot do today? Amen? Amen. So if, since God has blessed us so well, I look around. Have you ever thought about where you are today and where you were as a child and see where God's brought you to? Amen. I've got more than I ever thought I could possibly have. Amen. Just blessings. You have too. Blessings. Amen. Upon blessings. Amen. And if we're not careful, the devil will convince us that we were owed that. That we worked hard for that. That we sweated and, and put in the sweat and tears for what we have. But it is a gift from God who gives us the ability to go out and make a living. It's the good Lord. Who gives the doctors the knowledge and the understanding to do what they do? Amen. I remember well, not one time several years ago, Brother Scott, I had a kidney stone, and I had never had one before. Ain't had one since, thank the Lord. And and I woke up at four o'clock, had a funeral that day to conduct. I woke up at four o'clock that morning, and I was in as much pain as I've ever been in. Didn't know what was happening. I come up out of the bed, and the only way I could ease it was just to walk like this. And I walked around the bed, and I told the lady, I said, I said, boy, there's something wrong with me. I heard I'm sick. And I said, you call that family and tell them I will not be there for that funeral day. I can't even, I can't even do anything. And I remember she she put me in the car and I laid down in the back seat and and uh, and she carried me to the emergency room. I preferred being stopped off at Aniana, but for some reason she bypassed that and went to uh, a medical center east, what it was then, and I thought, oh, if she don't hurry and get there, I'm dying. <laughs> and, and I remember when we got there, we went into the emergency room, and, and I guess the expression on my face and how I was holding myself, I guess they could pretty much tell what was going on with me. And I remember I got in there. And they said, you've probably got a kidney stone. <laughs> and he's probably moved around into a place there. He's just got you, got you hurt. I think they might have even went back and did, a, did an x-ray. But they put something in that IV. And I want you to know within a minute, I quit hurting. I thought, boy, boy. I said, Thank you, Lord, for the chemist and the scientist <laughs> that were able to come up with this formula to kill this pain. Amen. I didn't want to take for granted that it was just by some happenstance uh, that that pain went away, but I wanted to acknowledge God that I was so glad there was something there to ease that pain. Amen. Amen. I didn't want to forget where I come from. And I didn't want to forget. I don't know how long the pain would have lasted without that, but I don't want to know. And, 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 and every time I think about somebody going in for surgery and the anesthesia, thank God. Thank God. You can't imagine going and having some surgery done with you just awake and, and not no painkiller. You've seen in cowboy pictures where somebody gets shot and have to go dig the bullet out. And they ain't got nothing to give them, amen. And they're just screaming as they're pulling that bullet. I'm so thankful today for what God's given. Amen. Somebody said, boy, I'm glad we've got smart people smart enough to do all that stuff. Let me tell you something. The knowledge that those folks have came from God. Amen. Everything comes from Him. And that's exactly what Moses was wanting these people to understand. When, they, when you get over there, and things start going good. The silver and the gold begins to increase. Your herds begin to begin to breed and increase. And you start getting new calves and everything's looking good. Don't let the tears and the thorns, the cares of this life choke out 
your life today. But always be appreciative. Job was a perfect example of a man that God had blessed financially. Amen. He wasn't the only one, but we've got record of him that God blessed him and he had the uh, he had the prettiest, the best farm around. Amen. Everything. But Job had something that a lot of men didn't, and that was a trust in God today and a relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. I believe every day that Job thanked the good Lord for what he had, what God had blessed him with. Amen. He thanked the good Lord for his children, even to the point for where I think he prayed when his when his uh, uh, daughters and sons were all together, maybe having a little get-together or a party, he was praying that they were not doing anything that would be offensive to God. That's the kind of man that Job was, amen. And we've been blessed in our lives today, and God wants us to be like that. Amen. Lee Greenwood sang a song, If All That I Had Was uh, if everything that I had was taken away in one day, he talked about that he was blessed to be born in the USA. Right. And, and I don't know how old the song goes, but you know it. And, and, and we always want to realize that, that no matter what, no matter what, always give him the reverence that he's doing. Remember, remember where we come from. Amen. 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 I love to I love to talk to the people of the old uh, depression generation. I love it, and there's not many of them left. They're they're dying off one by one. There's not a lot of them left. But I love to talk to them, and for them to tell me about the Great Depression. Amen. And the different ways that that they had to uh, that they had to do things to to just get by. Amen. And and and. Uh, and so no wonder, no wonder when they got a little older and they came to the cities and got jobs, I mean, good paying jobs and, and didn't have to work half as hard as they worked back yonder for twice or three times the amount of money. And, and the, the most of them, most of that generation always remembered God and where they were and where he brought them to today. Amen. Don't, just don't be forgetful hearers today in the Word of God. Let's always remember. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to close. But we're blessed today with all that we have. Even the, even the little things that we have in this life today, I thought about as we, as we go down to the beach and we look over the ocean there, it don't cost anything to do that. Maybe the gas to go down there if you're going to stay someplace to stay. But, but the work of God's hand, that's all free for us to look at. And I like watching and seeing God's mighty hand and what he does. Watching those waves come in and slap the sand and they only come so far and then they draw back into the ocean. And you think about, boy, God's powerful. He's big today. Or go up into the Appalachian Mountains in, in uh, October, getting around this time of year. Go up there and look around at the splendor and the color. God, I call it God's crayon book. He just, he just colors it every color in the rainbow. And the streams that come down and the, all these things, his mighty hand. And we get in awe of all these things. Or out, out west in the the amber waves of grain as the wind blows on them and as far as you can see the grain fields out there. All these things. And we begin to realize the mighty hand of God and all that He's in charge of today. But I want to encourage you, don't get caught up in the cares of the world today. Amen. Amen. I will say this in closing. In pastoring over a period of years, You'll always have a, a family in the church that'll, that'll be regular for a while and then you don't see them anymore. And um, you go and you call them or you go to visit them and you try to make sure that, that, that there ain't been something that offended them or, or there's something wrong. And, and uh, you go and you talk to them 
And I've had a lot of them say, Preacher, Sundays is the only day that my kids and grandkids can come to the house. It's the only time they're off work. And um, and we, uh, we feel like it's our obligation to spend time with our children and our grandchildren. So since Sunday's the only day they can come, we've devoted Sundays to being a family day. Now don't you leave here and say that the preacher over at Liberty Hill was discouraging family interaction, because I don't, I love family interaction, I do. I do, I love family get-togethers. I promote them. But what they're basically telling me is, is that we've put church second fiddle. We've put church second fiddle to our kids and our grandkids. And that's the reason, preacher, we're not there on Sunday. But boy, we hope you have a good service and hope God blesses you. Let me tell you this. I'm not as brave as a lot of pastors, but the truth is that they've let the cares of this world rule in their life. Right. Amen. They've, let the, they've let what God has blessed them with, their kids and their grandkids, take priority in their life. You know that we're not here, most of the time we're not here more than about two hours, unless your preacher gets long-winded, maybe a little longer. But about two hours is the length of time that we're here. What an impression we'd have on our kids and our grandkids that are not going to church. We told them, why don't you come go to church with us? And then after we get home, we'll fellowship. Or if you're not going to go to church with us, why don't you just come to the house about 1 o'clock and we'll fellowship. I'm going to tell you, not letting the, the thorns and the tears of this life choke us out. Standing firm with the Lord. Always remembering where the East brought us from. The Bible said that Martha, when Jesus went over there to visit Martha and Mary and Lazarus, and, and they were glad to see Jesus come, and Martha went in the kitchen and she started frying chicken or whatever she was doing there, preparing. The Bible said Mary come over there, got down at his feet, amen, and began to anoint him. And the devil came into Martha's mind right there. She said, here's my sister over there and she's over there talking to Jesus and anointing him and I'm in here in this hot kitchen trying to prepare a meal. I could just hear just a mumbling. Jesus, do you not care that my sister is not helping me help provide a meal for you today? See what had happened? She had left the tears and the thorns, all the cares of this life build up in her. Instead of looking over there, and seeing Jesus, and seeing her sister over there, preparing his body for burial. Amen. That's what the Bible said she's doing. Amen. You think about that. Boy, I, I try my best, and I'm just like you. A lot of times, if I'm not careful, the cares of this life will overwhelm me. They'll overwhelm me, and I'll get, I'll get. Uh, to, Concerned about this and that, got to do this and got to do that. But when I realize that all that I've got to do is realize that Jesus loves me today. And he encourages me to cast my cares upon him for he cares for me and he cares for you. And if we will get that in our mind and in our heart today, the next time that all things in life begin to to come up around you and it seems like everything's going on, you gotta be here and gotta be there. Just remember that just like the secretary told her boss, I've got that handle. Amen. God has got a handle. If everybody will stand, if you'll come give us a song uh, today. Amen. Acknowledge him today. Remember where you come from, where he brought us from, where we're at now. Amen.
Sing the third. 